Blog Talk Radio. Welcome back, my friends, to the show that never ends. We're so glad you could attend. Come inside, come inside. There behind the glass stands a real blade of grass. Be careful as you pass. Move along, move along. Come inside, the show's about to start. Talk Radio. I'm your host, Pastor Harry, here in Block Talk, Satan'sRapture.com and org, our band site, and I'm here with my original co-host, Denny. Hey, Denny. I'm with you, Pastor Harry. That's good, Denny. So how are you today? Oh, it's been a good day. That's good, Denny. Very good. And, um, you know, here we are today, and as we always say, sad but true, pathetic, but totally prophetic. The only radio broadcast, podcast, sermon, anything I've I've heard anywhere on this planet Earth gets preaching the truth of the gospel and Jesus' words. And that major truth is who is Jesus? And, And the Bible clearly shows us that he is the Christ, the literal son of a living God, and not one-third of this fake trinity God that the church has accepted between about 150 and 325 A.D. He's not the, the brother of Lucifer, as the Mormons believe, and he's not a man that perfected himself like Jehovah Witnesses believe. He's exactly who he taught and declared he is. He's the Christ, the Son of a living God. And... That is who the Holy Spirit shows us who Jesus is, the Christ, the Son of a living God, and to follow him in spirit and in truth. That's yep. true. Yes, it is. And that's that's exactly, so that's where it all starts. You know, and um, when, I, when I first became a Christian a long time ago, it was a real dilemma. Because you look around and all the churches are believing in this fake trinity God. And then you look at uh, you look over at Israel, and they they didn't believe Jesus was the uh, the Son of God in, in in any way. And then you look at the Mormons, and you look at all, and there was just you're so so isolated. There's just so few people believe that who Jesus truly is. And How long after becoming a Christian did you figure out the tr- Trinity was was false? I, I knew the Trinity was false the first time somebody told it to me because it made no sense. That's three gods in one is three gods. And it it takes Jesus from being the son of God, the son of a living God, to um, a God of his own, a God just named Son. It's right. like the Trinity doesn't even teach Jesus is really the Son of God. He's, there's three gods, and he's the one called the Son. It's not yeah. what he taught. I always not, assumed that Jesus was something like a, a demigod, you know, half the father and half human from his mother. No, well, that, that wouldn't be true either because he existed before the foundation of the world. He existed before Mary even existed. That makes sense. Not a demigod. He's the son of God who went to that cross for our sins. And he, uh, who could have endured what he endured on that cross? Nobody. Nobody. No one. You know, knowing that that is your fate and going for, for as his father told him to, that is amazing. To actually go 
go to a horrible, torturous death like that willingly is beyond is beyond belief. All these, so many of these people think that they uh, they can become a god. They're a Christ. You know, Kanye West had a song, "I Am God," and that he can he can uh, he can be better than Jesus and all. I, I'd like to see him go to that cross. I'd like to see him endure what Jesus endured. He couldn't, and he wouldn't. No one could. That's true. No one could endure what what Jesus went through. No one, and willingly. Wasn't there a, one, one of the characters in the Bible, didn't he get crucified upside down? Peter. The histor- Peter. history books tell us that they wanted to cru- crucify Peter because he wouldn't deny Jesus, but he wanted to be crucified upside down. He didn't believe he was even worthy to be crucified the way Jesus was. But he was just crucified. I mean, what they did to Jesus was beyond words. They beat him, pulled his beard out. I imagine that pulling your beard out of your face was painful. Well, more than painful, then. He tore his beard out. That means a big big piece of his face came with it. Yep. I mean, they, they, they beat him with a... With the cat of nine tails, it has steel and glass at the ends, and they just tore them to pieces. They yep. tore them to pieces. They they hammered a crown of thorns into his head, through his into his skull. They yep. spit on him. They punched him in the face. Then they nailed him to a cross. And a, a lot of people, you know, they say, well, well, they, they couldn't have a. Uh, they couldn't have put the nails in his hands because it would have it would have torn open torn up sands apart. No, the wounds are in his hands. So how can that be? Because they used ropes first. See, they tied his wrists to the cross, Danny, and then they smashed these long spikes through his hands. To add insult to injury, they gave him. He was thirsty on the cross, and they gave him vinegar to drink. Yeah. I gave him vinegar to drink. Sour, strong, sour vinegar. Yeah. Some people think that was to kill the pain. He, he didn't want it. But it, it that's a debatable subject. But the point is, he didn't want it. No. No. He did not want anything. Anything to alter his mind in any way. No, but he did what no one can do. That's what God is showing us. This is how bad sin is, that he had to send his own son to die for the sins of the world. That's how horrible sin is to God. Rebellion. Sin is rebellion. It's rebelling against God. And every person on this planet is guilty at one time or another in their life of rebelling against God. Of saying right. no to God, rebelling against what he said to do. So Jesus died for that so we can be forgiven. That doesn't give you heaven, it makes you forgiven. If you want to look at it in symbolic terms, it, it gives you a white robe of righteousness. But then what do you do? Then we're told to follow Jesus, to deny yourself, take up your cross and follow him in spirit and truth. Overcome this world and earn your crown of life. That's what he told us. Keep his word with perseverance, as he said to the faithful church of Philadelphia. It's the only group of believers that will be taken into heaven in the first of two raptures, and then the apocalypse will come. So that, you know, we're, we're here to be overcoming the world and the devil and earning our crown of life. So we're either on the path of overcoming or we're on a a twisted highway of being overcome by our by sin, sins, addiction, right. hatred that will overcome us. It'll consume us. There's nothing left. So that's the two. That's the two choices we have: be set free and over, be an overcomer, or be overcome by the be overcome by this world. That's why the Church of Philadelphia keeps Jesus' word with perseverance through hardship. And tribulation, because the devil will try to bring, he will bring these things into our life to try to get us to quit. But these people 
the Church of Philadelphia, they didn't quit. They endured and they overcame with God's help. Just like there's there's nothing we can't overcome in this world without God's help. Nothing can overcome anything That's with true. God's help. Yeah, That's what Jesus told us. We don't have to overcome by our own power. We have to have the desire to overcome, and God will help us. He'll meet us halfway. He'll help us overcome. But we have to have the desire to do it. Right. Okay. Yep. To be an overcomer. It doesn't matter what it is. We're either overcoming something today or it's overcoming us. And the number one thing to overcome in this life is fear. Because fear fear is the uh fear is the thing the devil can use to paralyze us to keep us from going anywhere. And Jesus was faced with fear going to that cross. He overcame that fear. He overcame that. He went right he said to his father, Is there any way this cup can pass? Nonetheless, not my will, but your will be done. And when his father, when God Father said, No, you must go to the cross, he went. He, he, yep. he trampled over fear. Yeah. It's pretty pretty um it's pretty amazing thing, Danny, for him to have gone to that cross. It's okay to be afraid, but you still have to overcome your fear. Well, what are we afraid of? I mean, there's there's times when I get nervous in in, in situations where I feel like right. uh It'd be better off claiming that I wasn't a Christian, to, but uh, you do you do it anyways. Well, what would you be afraid of? Ultimately, being harmed, it, being beat up, or whatever, punched. But, but ultimately, all all fear leads back to the fear of death. Yeah. Right, and Jesus came to set us free from fear. Yeah, he can't just let us reappear. So we can walk, live a fear, a fearless life. That's that is a gift. Donald Trump, with all his money, or or Elon Musk with his three hundred seventy-five billion dollars, all his money in the world cannot buy him a fearless life. That's true. No, it's a gift of God. To repent it. Yeah. I think the big, you know, you would think that uh, claiming to be a Christian would, would would be the most dangerous thing you can do, but the most dangerous thing I ever did was claiming that Santa Claus, <laughs> you'd think how stupid it is, but claiming that Santa Claus wasn't real, I got never seen such anger. Yeah, because people love lies. They love that lie. Yeah. They love they love the Santa Claus lie and Satan inspired it and if you take away Santa, what do these big churches have these big Trinity churches, what do they have for Christmas? They have no peace, they have no joy, they have nothing. So this lie is the only thing they have for Christmas. You you would think Trinity would be yeah. the one that if you say Trinity's not true, you think that would be the one that got you attacked, but no, it's Santa. Well, yeah, Santa well, yeah, they do, but Trinity's another thing, too. But they do love Santa Claus. They love that lie. And when you speak against Santa, it's like the uh, golden calf. They, yep. they get very upset, yeah. Yep. Remember when we did that Santa Begone on the History Channel? That got a lot of attention, but mostly positive, believe it or not. That's good. Mostly positive. I was surprised. The majority, probably the majority, first one they ever heard talk about it. Well, that's the very first anti-Santa show ever on television. Right. Yeah. I was very happy Other to than be the able, Grinch. <laughs> right. Well, the, the Grinch wasn't anti-Santa. He was anti uh, anti-Christmas, anti. Uh, he was anti-Christmas. He wasn't anti-Santa. Yeah, that's true. Uh, he was a little bit different. Because we're not against Christmas. We're against the lie of Santa. 
this lie that wrecks children's little mind and their first faith in God. That's that's what we're against. But we're going to take a quick break here, and we'll be right back on Doomsday Talk Radio. There is none. There is none. 
Perfect love casts out fear. Your heart's full of love and truth. There's no room for fear. A fearless life, that's something you can't buy anywhere. It's a gift from God. I remember thinking you're supposed to be so scared of God because he can burn you in hell for all eternity. And it it was so scary, you was afraid to question the pastor. Well, the pastor isn't God. It's the man in a box, a pulpit. But God, right. person, but God doesn't burn anyone in hell for all eternity. For those that make a pact with the devil or those that initiate when the Antichrist comes, take part in this Luciferic initiation, they will be in a horrible place called hell for a thousand years. And then they'll be released from hell. And to stand before God, I believe they'll be given a last chance to repent, which they will not take. They'd rather be disintegrated, but they'll still be given, I believe, a choice. But Yeah, I believe they will, too. Because God, God always gives other opportunities to repent. Right, and people always say, well, well, why would a loving God burn people for all eternity? The answer is he doesn't. That's a lie. That's a lie the devil fed to the churches, and they love. They love and proclaim. So the Bible doesn't say right. that. It says, it says in the book of Revelation, did earth... Did, uh, did hell and the seas give up their dead? And then the earth, see, so hell is probably in the center of the earth, and hell will give up its dead. So there's so much for burning forever. There's a second death, a lake of fire. I believe that disintegrates your soul. Disguise. I always wonder what the second death was. I mean, I've, I've heard people use that term, second death, but I didn't know what it was. What's well, I believe... I believe it's for the unrepentant that God casts their soul into the sun, and it's disintegrated, gone. So it's just like you were never born, like you never existed, like a candle blown out. It's a sad right. fate, but, but God would not burn someone for all of eternity. He, no, that's a lie of Satan to make God look sadistic, to make God look evil. That's a lie. All Satan does is lies. He lies against God and sets himself up as the good guy, the good angel, the enlightener of men. And all he will do is bring darkness and hell to the hearts of men through his son, uh-huh. the Antichrist. Yep. You know, you asked the other show, Danny, we were talking about how the Antichrist comes as the savior of all religions, faiths, and creeds. But not as Jesus. He comes as this Christ figure of all religions, faiths, and creeds, and his strongest identifications with the Buddhic faith, and he's going to use the name of the fifth Buddha, which calculates mm-hmm. to 666. And you people say, well, it was Nero, it was these people. But we looked at it last week. Nero never instituted global Satan worship. Nero didn't institute a one-world monetary system. Nero didn't have a digital scat tattoo put on everyone's forehead mm-hmm. and right hand. And also, Nero, nor Hitler, nor anyone from history ever had this satanic helper that comes along, the false prophet, who brings has the power to bring fire down from heaven, and he leadeth the whole world to worship the beast and take his mark. So that never it's, happened it's, before either. Is you the see? false prophet the final pope? No, the false prophet isn't a pope either. He comes as a false Jesus. He he looks like what we all think Jesus is, but speaks as a dragon. Sorry, I'm not reading that. Right, it's interesting. He speaks like a dragon and looks like the lamb. Right, that's a false Jesus. And, of course, he'll point the whole world to follow the Antichrist. And that person never was on this world scene either, you see? Uh-huh. No, never on the scene either. But, um, yeah. And you he, um, you wonder, where, where the Islamic religion, they believe when their great savior comes, the Iman Mahdi, who the Antichrist will also say he is, then they believe a little later, they believe the, the prophet Jesus will come on the scene. So... When the Muslim world sees this, it fits right into the lies they're already taught. Right. And he tries to, you know, deceive the whole world. 
because he'll look like what people think and he'll tell the world, no, he's, this guy, he's going to elevate the Antichrist, the beast, to, uh, to what they call Christhood, Christ consciousness. He's going to be the uh, the perfected one. But that per, that be, that false Jesus gets, uh, worships the devil. He's never been on the world scene either. Right. Nope. None of these beings, none of these two beasts have, and they're to come along with this Luciferic initiation for the whole planet. And those who refuse are going to face the second Holocaust. And this is does the a, time does, of... What? Does the false prophet come first and tell people that uh, the Antichrist is... I mean, the, the Messiah is coming? Does he... Uh, no. Kind of like when uh, when J- Jesus came, John the Baptist came first and, and told people that Jesus was coming. No, he doesn't come first. He, John saw, he said, and I saw a second beast come out of the earth, out of hell. So he clearly comes afterward to uh-huh. lead the world to follow the Antichrist. He's, he's the second I thought it would be. I thought he himself. would imitate Jesus with, with John would, the Baptist. Then it would read like that in Revelation. It does. That's true. It doesn't read like that. He comes along, he comes along, and I saw another beast come, and he led the whole world to worship the first beast. See, not the second beast, the first beast. Yeah, I've read that. Yeah, he comes along to make to seal the deal, you could say. Brings fire down from heaven. It says that he causes all to worship the, the beast and his image that he puts in the temple of God. So he comes along later, Danny, and um, these are the two most wicked human beings that ever lived will be the Antichrist, the soul of the Antichrist and and the false prophet. And I believe, personally, that the beast is Cain, the first serial killer, the literal son of a devil and Eve, and I believe that um, the false prophet will be Judas. Yeah, that kind of makes sense because when Cain was kicked out, kicked out away from his parents, he was told to wander the earth, and he gave a mark on his forehead. Do you think that mark was the mark of the beast? Yes, I do. And he'll say that we'll turn it around and use it for all the global initiates of the world. Yes, I do. And, um, yeah. And, um... Cain, God really strove with Cain, and there's a lot of evidence in the Bible that uh, the devil got Eve to sin because then it made her sexuality alive, her self-consciousness, and then he impregnated her, and then she gave Eve the apple to eat the forbidden fruit, and he ate it, and his sexuality was turned on, and then he had sex with Eve, and there's a phenomenon that happens once in a blue moon called twinning. When a woman can be impregnated with two twins, one from the first father and one from the second father within four days. Mm-hmm. So it's very possible Cain was literally the son of a devil and Eve. And I, I do believe he will be the Antichrist. The world will actually worship and follow the first serial killer on the planet as, the, as their messiah. And I believe Judas will become as the false prophet. And somehow they, they're clones. I believe they clone the Antichrist body from this ancient alien god Osiris. And I believe they cloned um, this Jesus body, as we all think of Jesus, either from the Shroud of Turin, the Spear of Destiny that was plunged, this Roman soldier plunged into his side, or both, but two wicked souls are going to be released from hell, and they're going to become the beast and then the false prophet. That's pretty sick when you think about that's who the world's going to be following. Yeah, it is. A serial killer and the the betrayer of Jesus. (laughs) That is pretty sick stuff, Danny, but see, none of that has ever happened in the world scene. We never had a major asteroid hit the world. We never had all the disasters, an army of 200 million men, nothing. 
All this is to come, and it's to come very soon. But we're going to take a quick break here, and we'll be right back from on Doomsday Talk Radio. Probably will. 
I mean, six feet of vomit pouring down on every church in this world would would have a a major impact on this planet on people. Didn't you find a Bible code one time that, that talked about the church vomit that said fish, bread, and wine? Yeah, I did, and that's what it would be comprised of. And on a hot day, it would reek. But can you imagine? Like I said, I still believe and hope for one real physical church of Philadelphia for God to rise up at this time of the end as a representative of his scattered remnant of all those that follow him in spirit and truth, who keep his word with perseverance and are earning earning their crown of life or who already have earned it. And Jesus said, hold on to it. And we'll have the power of God. So people see that church come along with the power of God through the Holy Spirit. They can open the book of Revelation right to chapter 3 and see the church of Philadelphia as a real church. It has the truth of God and the power of God. And then these people would be saying the end's coming and they're going to be taken in the first of two raptures and say 144,000 people do vanish from the earth. And then God does vomit down on every church on this planet. Well, people be taking the book of Revelation very literally, wouldn't they? Yep. Yep. And then the seals are broken and the Antichrist rides forth on his white horse as this false Christ. This false savior of all religions, faiths, and creeds. He'll teach the world. He'll revive an ancient Gnostic religion called Mystery Babylon. A religion of panism, of sex with anything, is the path to heaven. And helping them to wipe Christians off the face of the earth. Wow, that's, that's what he's going to teach is becoming a god, Danny. That's the madness. Do you think they'll really call it the harlot of Babylon? No, they'll, 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 they're not going to call it that. That's what God calls it. Yeah. They'll call it uh, probably the temple of Satan. The Church of Satan. No. But it will be a religion based on sex. Sex and killing Christians. Because like I said, the Antichrist, when he comes, he will teach, he will believe and teach that Satan is the good guy. He's the good angel. He comes to free us from the evil, wicked, alien God of the Bible. That's what's coming. I heard something like that on Ancient Aliens. They were comparing Satan to Prometheus, the the god that brought fire to earth and made made man wise. Well, he obviously that's the lie they believe, but he didn't make man wise. He made them self-conscious and full of fear. Yeah. Yeah. Remember Adam and Eve? They knew they were naked. And when God came, they were afraid because they knew they did what they weren't supposed to do, and they hid themselves and covered themselves with fig leaves. But that's a perfect example, again, where the devil wants to portray himself as the good guy. And the moment you start wondering, is God the bad one, that's when the devil gets a foothold in your life. That's what Satan will teach the entire world, or the Antichrist will. And people will believe it, and they'll believe that the only way to kill the God of the Bible is to kill all his followers and burn his books. And they believe with every Christian they behead, the God of the Bible will grow a drop weaker. And they believe eventually when they kill every believer on this planet and burn every Bible, they believe they will have killed the God of the Bible. And... That isn't going to happen. And there will be a 1,260-day holocaust coming upon this world. Jesus warned us it's coming. You could see it coming. You you could see the World Economic Forum, which is really the spokespeople mm-hmm. for the Illuminati, this global Luciferic elite that runs this world. They're already calling for a digital ID for every person on the planet and a digital monetary system. So we are really, really getting close to the end times, Danny. And all the signs and things Jesus warned about, wars, plagues, famines, earthquakes, they're all happening and increasing. 
And I heard something else that's really, really sick. They invented the first Jesus virtual reality um, projection device where you put this on and you can see yourself as, quote, Jesus and touching people and healing them and casting out demons. Wow. Yeah. So you can put on this Jesus simulator and pretend in your mind that you're the you're you're the son of God. You're a Christ. Yeah. That's pretty really twisted. Yeah, it is. Yeah. So people can put on their Jesus simulator and they can pretend to be reaching out and healing people and seeing people healed and pretending to cast out demons, pretending to be the son of God. That fits right into this false prophet Jesus that's coming, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. But the thing is to people, take off your simulator. and go, you Go look at that cross and see if you can go to that cross. And they'd realize very quick it's just a virtual reality game. Is there no Messiah? No. Yeah, that's the big difference then. But isn't that? But Jesus did say, "Pick up your cross and follow me." So he he, he did basically say that you you'd suffer the way he suffered. No, we won't suffer the way he suffered, but we will suffer for his name's sake. Well, he never said right. we would suffer like he suffered. No Didn't one. he say, "How much more will you suffer?" No, he said, "If men hate me, how much more will men hate you in my name?" Oh, I see. But, but no no one will suffer the way Jesus did. And in fact, in heaven, we're, we're shown that he looks as a lamb as it was slain. In heaven, Jesus will always have the wounds in his hands and feet. Always. Mm-hmm. You know, he's the only wounded one in heaven. That's why, he, remember, he came to doubting Thomas. Thomas said he won't believe unless he could put his hands in, in in the hole, his finger in the holes in his hands and his side. And Jesus came to him and he fell down. He said, my Lord and my Savior. He, he realized that Jesus did overcome death, was resurrected. Right. And remember what Jesus said to Thomas? He said, you believe because you can see. Blessed are those who believe who have not seen. And that would be every person from Pentecost on that accepts and follows Jesus as the Christ, the Son of a living God. Yep. There, there, that, but yeah, but uh, the world, yeah, you'll be hated. People, I mean, people hate everyone that speaks the truth. Right. This false religion, you can be a God. You tell people that's not true, it's evil. People are so immersed in astrology, Ouija boards, you tell them this is evil. You, it's, God said it's false. It's not real. They're going to get very the angry with that. Didn't that looked for Jesus believe in astrology? Yeah, the Magi were, were astrologers. And Jesus, they saw this, this star in the sky, the star of Bethlehem. And they knew it meant a king was born. So they traveled to see this king. That's not God saying astrology is good. They they just happen to see this this king star, this special star over Jerusalem. It took them right. two years. They they knew a king was born, the king of Israel. But God wasn't God putting a seal of approval on astrology. Uh, that's good. Yeah, no, it's two different things. God said astrology is false. It's not real. I was going to say Hitler and the Nazis used astrology to to decide where they where it was time to go to war and where it was time not to go to war. Yeah, the astrologers told Hitler to invade Russia and you'll have victory, and all his generals said, "Don't do it." Well, Hitler followed the astrology astrologers, and he that's why he lost World War Two. A third of his army froze and starved to death in the Russian winter. Yep, the Russian so. soldiers lit lit their crops on fire. Yeah, they starved to death. So because Hitler's downfall was following astrology, God said astrology's false. It's not true. It's a lie. And He told the astrologers at the time of the end, go see, 
take your spells and your charms and, and your sorceries and see if you can stop the judgment to come upon the world. Because nothing will stop the judgment that's going to come upon this world that will follow the Antichrist, Danny. Nothing. Isn't nothing there some truth to astrology, shit. though? Because, like, when there's a full moon, they call people that go crazy during a full moon lunatics. That's not astrology. So the moon, the moon does affect how how you act. But that that's no that's not astrology, Denny. That's just we're made of seventy percent water, and the moon has an effect on tides, and it has an effect upon uh, people. I mean, right. it it has some effect upon people's moods. It can make you more depressed and right. things like that. But the the moon can't make you uh, go out and kill someone. You can't rob That's the true. moon doesn't make you rob a bank. Um you, you know, uh the moon doesn't make you do violence. Your own heart no. does. The moon well, they like say I when said, Mars is in the sky, it's a symbol for war and whenever they saw Mars prominent in the sky they go to war. No, it's not it's the opposite is true. It just when when people have used that as a as a sign. But Mars, uh-huh. a, planet, a planet revolving around the solar system, doesn't cause people to go to war. Mm-hmm. Putin isn't going to war because of the planet Mars. He's going to war because he wants to. He wants to stop the Illuminati in his That's mind. He, w- he wants to restore Russia to its former power and, and greatness. And so planets don't control us. Or free will, I know they though. don't control you, but I just wonder how much influence they have over you because people follow it for, for thousands of years. Yeah, they follow it, and uh, 98% of the time it's wrong. So they just. The Mayans uh, followed it, and they, they were fairly accurate. They were totally wrong. They were totally wrong, wow. Well, they said December 21st, 2012, the world would be destroyed as we know it, and we'd enter into a new age. That did not happen. Right. Nostradamus followed astrology. And he said in July of 1999, uh, there'll be a great, great wars. And the apocalypse will begin. Well, that never happened. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, astrology is like guessing. And it's wrong a lot of times. They just show you the one or two times a guess comes true. Right. Right. How about all the times the stars fell? That's true. Yeah. But God said that he's in control of the final destiny of the world, not the stars. Yeah, I agree. People want to believe that. They want to try to use the stars to predict their future, to try to be in control of things, but they can't be. And he said that. He said, use your spells and sorceries. Try to stop the judgment that come upon the world. They'll try, Mm -hmm. but they'll fail. Because you can't stop polar shift and all the other horrors that will come upon the world that's going to follow the devil. But no, but astrology is just another lie of Satan. I mean, like like I said, the the moon can influence has some influence on depression, things like that. But you can't. Right. The moon doesn't make us violent. God said He made the moon to be a light at night, so it's not total darkness. Mm-hmm. What are you going to, somebody's going to rob a bank and shoot a bank card and say the moon made them do it? <laughs> it's ridiculous. No, they did have a word for it, lunatic or lunacy. Yeah, because people would, people that were, um, had severe mental illnesses and things could get a little more violent during the full moon or get more right. active. But it could also be the de- demons doing it as well, Danny. Yeah, it makes sense. But 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 the stars don't control our destiny. You if you want to go out today and do good or you want to do evil, you can't blame it on a conjunction of stars. It's what you choose to do. Right. It's, it's just an easy excuse for people. Won't stand in when they stand before God one day. It's not going to hold up. The moon made me do it. Uh, uh, yeah, that I makes sense. So. It's like trying to blame yeah. it on Satan. 
He can't make you do anything. You have to want to do it. He can tempt you to do things, but ultimately we have a free will. And our free will that God gave us is so strong that he did even God will not will God God will not override our free will. He did not create puppets. So even God right. honors the free will he gave us. It's another deeper question. We're made in God's image and likeness. Does God have a free will? Yes. But he always chooses goodness. That's why he's God. We don't. Jesus had a free will. And with his free will, he went to the cross. Uh-huh. He could have not went. He could have took off. But he did and he went. So, uh, free will controls what we do. We control what we do, Danny. Not the stars, not the devil. They can yeah, actually be sense. influenced, but it's ultimately our choice. Ultimately, our choice, what we do. And for every That's time... Good. I hate to think someone had control of me because I was born on a... born in the month of May. No, well, that's ridiculousness, isn't it? Yeah, if you're is. born in the month of May, you have no control over your life? That is totally ridiculous. You can find anyone anyone that's born in the month of May and see if they have a free will or not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tell them to eat raw chicken. Say, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> I'll get sick. Well, then you have a free will. Right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. God said the stars don't control our... The stars are just constellations, Danny. They tell a story, maybe, but they uh, they clearly don't control us. We have a free will. And that's why when we love God and follow God, it's so special to Him because we're doing it out of our free will, out of love. See, to love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength, and love your neighbors yourself. It's we're doing it out of our free will. Yeah, I do a lot of things out of love that I that I wouldn't normally do. Well, that's God leading you to do things out of love. Yeah, exactly. We're also told not to love the world or the things of the world. Because all the things in the world and its lusts and desires are evil. So we're not to love the world, we're to love God. So if you love God, yeah. with all, if you love God, Danny, with all of your heart, soul, mind, and strength, and love your neighbor as yourself, then there's no room for any evil. True. Right, yeah, true, right. There is no room for any evil. But a lot of people love God with some of their heart, soul, mind, and strength. And guess what? You just opened the door for evil. Like with the zombie movies, you leave one window open and they're going to get in. Same thing. Leave yep. a window open and the devil will come in. Can't let him in. Because he will walk right in. And wreak havoc. So... There's no room for evil and sin when we love God with all of our heart, soul, mind, and strength and love our neighbors ourselves. And that's a choice. So when we choose to do that, God's happy. When we choose and do that, that's when the Holy Spirit helps us. If we don't want mm-hmm. to do that, then the Holy Spirit will not, he can't help us. You have to want to do this. It's to be our free will choice. There's no puppets. That's that's a hard thing for a lot of people to face. What you do is out of your free will. No one makes you do anything. There are no excuses for anything. Uh-huh. When you really break it down, there are no excuses, are there? Nope, there isn't. No. They say, uh... A pedophile was abused as a child. They probably were. But when that person reaches a certain age and they feel an urge for whatever, they don't have to give in to it. They could turn to God. That's true. 
they could say, no, I'm not going to do this. Uh, a little a little boy grows up and watches his father beat his mother. And then he gets married and gets mad and goes to hit his wife and then says, no, I don't have to do this. I can I know one thing. My, my, my grandfather was an abusive man. He's passed away now, so I don't feel like I'm causing any problems. But he was a very violent man. And my father refused to even touch us as a child. He never spanked us, never hurt us in any way, shape, or form. He went the opposite direction. Well, right. Well, that was a choice of his free will. He didn't, he, he, he didn't make an excuse. He changed things. Yep. But there are no excuses. Yeah. I mean, uh, there are factors that give us problems coming to God, but ultimately, we want God, we will find God. If we seek, we'll find. If we ask, it'll be given. If we knock, the door will be open. If you want God and His Son, you will have God and His Son. You want to go to heaven, you'll have heaven. God will help you be an overcomer. It's all what we want, Danny. It's all free will. Uh-huh. And one, one day before the apocalypse begins, this time of testing, the ultimate test of free will. For all those that refuse to make a choice, they're going to have to. God or Satan. But before that time, what does God do with his faithful remnant? He's going to take them up to heaven in the first of two raptures. That's why he gives right. the Church of Philadelphia right an open door as the reward into heaven. A rope endures their reward for follow, overcoming, following him. Do you and, think and, when people die right. and they go to heaven or hell or whatever, or specifically hell, do you think they'll be able to say, God, I didn't know, I didn't know? No. Like, what about, some, what about an American Indian that died before, before they even heard about Jesus? Isn't that a legitimate excuse? No, it's no. I would... It's an excuse to do evil? No, but they didn't know about Jesus, so how how could they know to follow him? Well, they couldn't reject Jesus, but they could choose evil. But That's there true. may be there may be a deeper um there may be a deeper truth to that too. But I mean you you can't you can't uh well, you can't be cast away from heaven for rejecting something you don't know. You see? That makes sense. Yeah. That's why I wonder sometime about, does God give us more than one chance to make heaven? More than one life? Maybe he does. We don't know. Yeah, I, I've heard that's heresy. Uh, ever since I was a child, you weren't even allowed to think of that line of thought. Well, the Catholic Church said reincarnation is heresy in 555 A.D. I don't know. I wouldn't teach that it's truth, and I wouldn't teach that it did it that it isn't. But it would explain a lot, a lot of things. You have 90 seconds left. Just like God told Daniel, you, Daniel, seal up the things of prophecy to the time of the end when knowledge and travel greatly increase. Well, Daniel died 3,000 years ago. How is he going to unseal anything? Yeah. It makes you wonder. Didn't, but, didn't it also say yeah. if, if, if it was at all possible that uh, John the Baptist was actually is Elijah? Right. So it makes you wonder. Does God, give us, does God give us a few chances to come to him? Does he give us at least one chance where to be born in a time when you could hear the true gospel or or is everyone did ever live alive today for the tribulation that's a good question too 20 seconds left is that ancient mayan from 3,000 4,000 years ago is he alive today he can be a wall street executive who knows well, we'll, we'll, we'll know these things one day, but we know one thing. If we come to Jesus today as the Son of God and follow him, 
and overcome will be granted heaven in the first of two raptures. That's what we know. So let's stay with what we know. And on that note, God bless. Good night and take care.